0: The Perfect Stress Podcast does not provide medical or nutritional advice, nor is it a substitute for medical or nutritional advice, and is not intended for the prevention, cure, or mitigation of any medical condition or disease. This podcast provides information only. Please consult a physician or nutritionist for advice. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Perfect Stress Podcast, where we walk that fine line between being productive and overdoing it and triggering stress-related symptoms. I'm Adam Darrow, your host and founder of My Stress Alarm. Just a quick update on the My Stress Alarm app. It looks like we might be done with all the defects. The last one was fixed this week, but I still have to test it thoroughly to make sure. Um, But at this point, I just wanted to remind everyone that I am currently putting together another round of beta testing. Currently, the price is a one-time charge of $4.99, but the app will be free of charge to all participants in the beta testing via a promo code that I'll provide. The only catch is to set up a 15-minute Zoom call prior to using the app and then a 15-minute follow-up in 30 days. That's it. Now, my stress alarm is especially good for anyone who answers yes to any of the following questions. Between your day job, school, responsibilities, obligations, and pursuit of your life goals, does it seem like an uphill battle from the moment you wake up? Till the moment you go to bed. Ever felt like you pushed yourself so much. That it actually affected your health. Either physically or mentally. Do you set ambitious goals for yourself. And are super driven to succeed. In other words. Giving up is not in your vocabulary. Wish there was a better way. To walk that fine line. Between being productive. And overdoing it. If you answer yes to any of those questions. Then this app is for you, and if not, then maybe you know someone who does fit the bill, and I'd be much obliged if you pass the word along. Again, if you're interested in participating in the beta testing, please email me at adam at perfectstresscoaching.com. Not only could it help you, but just so you understand, beta testing is so important that pretty much any feedback goes straight to the top in terms of priority. And the reason that's the case is because the usability of the app and, and the overall user experience determines if people will use the app every day as intended. That's not an easy feat. So any feedback will be uh, very welcome and it'll be scrutinized from all angles to learn as much as we can about how people feel about the app, anything confusing, is it helpful, How can just the existing functionality be improved? Because I have all kinds of ideas, and frankly, further developed than just ideas, all kinds of innovative and exciting functionality in the backlog of product development that can be built onto this platform. But if we can't even get the basics right, we'll be out of business pretty quickly. So anyway, um, much appreciated if you could participate or know someone who could. But enough of that, a few episodes ago, episode 99 I believe, I discussed some of the initial questions or concerns that I've heard over the years about chronic stress monitoring and what the value proposition is. And there are several things, including being in line with behavioral change uh, theory, specifically that it's easier to stick with than more proactive steps to wellness, uh, but helps to get to that next stage of of proactiveness, if you will. And chronic stress monitoring is still proactive, by the way. I mean, you are trying to avoid triggering symptoms, but it's not as proactive as other things, I admit, Uh, but it can lead to those more proactive things. And I discussed the power of anticipation that even if you, couldn't do anything about the fact that your stress was going up day after day and approaching your threshold number. Just the mental preparedness that you might get symptoms, um, that you might trigger symptoms, knowing it might be coming, being able to brace for it helps. It really does. And I actually did an episode where I discussed this in detail. Episode 63 How Anticipation is Good for Your Health. I don't know, sometimes I I read these titles, I think it sounds weird to me, but (laughs) I'm under the gun sometimes, so I just have to pick something. Anyway, but one other nugget of value that I kind of snuck in there, which often gets overlooked, but I believe is a great benefit, is the therapeutic benefits of journaling. And My Stress Alarm is one of those apps that you're supposed to, the way it works, you need to update it every day. So it serves as a journal. This is how we get a baseline of how your stress levels are running and uh, what might be the main contributor to spikes in stress. Is it more your sleep or your activity level during waking hours or both? There is A connection between those two which research studies have revealed Um, and there are 14 or so studies cited right within the maestress alarm app itself it's in the I believe it's the second menu item so the menus on the top right and it's the second item listed I think just under dashboard I think it defaults to the dashboard but anyway these studies were handpicked by someone who actually does this for a living, not me. Of course, I read through them, but I will say a lot of them are very scientific, and and when you get into the study itself, unless you're a scientist, you're probably not going to understand it. But you can read the abstracts, as I did, and get a pretty good idea of the study and its conclusions. But anyway, the My Stress Alarm app, by the very nature of what it does, requires you to update it each day, And so it's a form of journaling and you will get the therapeutic benefits of that. And the reason I think it's so important not to overlook this benefit is because when you're dealing with stress, whether it's from a health related thing, events that come up in your life that you're that are difficult to deal with or financial, whatever it is, a lot of times it culminates into overworking. Um, which happens in many forms. But if you suffer from headaches, for example, in other words, stress triggers headaches for you, which by the way, I feel really bad for folks who suffer from headaches. I know it can be downright debilitating. I have plenty of problems, but thank God headaches aren't one of them. I may get one or two a year, but that's it. But whatever it is that you're dealing with, one thing we all kind of have in common is a feeling that we're not in control. That is, after all, the definition of stress, at least my definition, which is an emotional response to a situation that you don't have control over or that you perceive you don't have control over. The reason I bring this up is because journaling gives you some sense of control back. Maybe not much, but it does give you a sense that you're doing something positive about your problem. It's not going to solve everything, but it's a start. And a start is a good thing when you don't have much else and don't feel like you you have any control at all. When I got my back injury, one of the first things I started to do, not right away, but once I knew this was something more serious than just a a muscle strain that would get better in a couple weeks, I'm still dealing with it, by the way, 10 months in now. uh, And I actually had another setback a few days ago and dealing with some more pain. Still not nearly as bad as pre-spinal injection, but still a little disappointing and frustrating. But anyway, one of the first things I did was to create a journal to track my pain. Uh, The type of pain, whether it was dull pain, radiating pain, general achiness, a burning sensation, which I got strangely enough in my knee. It actually felt like it was on fire. (laughs) Anyway. Uh sharp shooting pains, stabbing pains, piercing, pulsating, throbbing. there's a lot of adjectives for pain um, and just general stiffness and soreness and numbness, tingling, pins and needles, muscle spasms. I've had it all with this injury, and also the location was it on the left side or the right side, lower back, mid back, the glutes thighs, quads, hamstring, inner thigh, my knee. And I have it set up where I can rate the pain three times a day, morning, afternoon, and evening. And I can indicate a range, the high level and the low level, kind of like a weather report. And was it mostly on the high side or the low side or right in between? And it calculates a weighting average based on that, and it plots it on a graph. Now, that may be a little much for most people to, you know, create something like that in a spreadsheet, but this is right up my wheelhouse. I mean, this is what I do. But for the average person, whatever your problem, you know, that's causing you stress, one of the best and easiest things that you can do is start to journal the main aspects of of your situation there. And it should be something fairly simple. Now, In the case of chronic stress, the work's already done for you. From everything I've seen, my stress alarm is the easiest and cheapest way to get an objective, albeit rough estimate, of how your stress levels are running each day. Because the one thing that you have to be careful of when you are journaling is that you don't create something that's that's so burdensome to maintain. You don't want to become a slave of your own system. It it kind of uh, defeats the purpose of the journaling. In other words, you you don't want to add more stress to your life. You don't want to put any more on your plate than is absolutely necessary. There is an art to journaling. You want to get your bang for your buck figuratively speaking. You want you want it to be as painless as possible in terms of entering information, but you want to be able to also be able to look at it quickly to get the information out that you need. And of course, it will give you that therapeutic feeling and possibly offer other benefits as well like for me i could simply print out or or take a picture on my phone of the graph of my pain levels and show my physical therapist when i when i went to physical therapy and I, he always would ask okay give me a report what have you been doing since your last uh visit now i i i didn't want to overanalyze things either i could just say generally how i've been feeling but this added a little more to my report and was possibly more objective. Um, but the point is, it, it really helped me get through the toughest part of my injury to just journal my pain and, and gave me a sense that I, I was doing something to help myself, even though I couldn't speed up the recovery process itself. But I did feel like I had some control back and I can't explain it, but it 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 helped. It really did help. Well, that's my two cents for this week. As always, thank you very much for listening. I always value your feedback, so please don't be shy. You can post a comment on the Perfect Stress Facebook page, and always feel free to email me directly at adam@perfectstresscoaching.com. at Stay safe, wishing you good health and success. Have you ever felt like you pushed yourself so much that it actually affected your health, either physically or mentally? If you have an autoimmune disorder, heartburn, tension headaches, irritable bowel syndrome, high blood pressure, depression, or something else you think is stress-related, then My Stress Alarm might be just the app for you as it helps you walk that fine line between being productive and overdoing it and triggering stress-related symptoms. It takes just a minute a day, no wearables or sensors needed. Just go to MyStressAlarm.com to download for iOS or Android. Anyway, thank you very much for tuning in, and if you'd like to get new episodes automatically, just click subscribe. Also, I'd be much obliged if you left a review or comment. Well, until next time, wishing you good health and success, and remember, don't let stress get in the way of success.